acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Welcome to the podcast Born to Love. I'm Ellie Kemper. And I'm Scott Eckert. This is our show. We do it every week. We have a guest come on and talk about something, anything in the world that they love. It's an uplifting, buoyant, joyful podcast. We started off every week with an angel singing the theme song. That's me. I'm the angel. (laughs) The theme song is what you just heard. Scott, how are you? How was your week? What happened? (laughs) Oh, my good Lord, Ellie. I'm great. This is always one of the best parts of my week. A peek behind the curtain, we made Ellie sing the theme song three times because I kept screwing it up. And you know what? Each one was better than the last. I agree. We're gonna, I think we're going to do a compilation. I don't know if it's going to be a blooper. I don't know if it's going to be bonus material. I don't know. But it's recorded. I had my recording on the whole time. You know, it's it should be preserved for all eternity. They were great songs. Absolutely. We would expect nothing less from our Chelsea Peretti episode. We have a very, very funny actress. I'm sure all of you know her, Chelsea Peretti. She's going to be joining us a little bit later to talk about her love of slimy foods. But before that, Ellie, can I share something that I discovered I love this week? Something I had never done before. Something you didn't know you loved because you had never done it before? I had never done it before. If you asked me, Scott, would you love this thing? I would say, well, maybe. I have no desire to try. What? Go karting. <gasps> Adult go karting, super fast. Yep. In this like arena type indoor thing. The carts were electric so that it could be indoor. There weren't gasoline fumes. The carts go like. I don't know, 35 to 40 miles an hour. I was sort of arm twisted into doing it by my son. He was like, dad, we got to go. I went expecting to have a leisurely little bumper car type experience around the track. We showed up and they're like, no, 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 no. Adults go on their own. Kids, we couldn't even do it with our kids. We watched the kids. It was cute. They were in their little cars. Yeah. And they're like, these are the grown-up cars. <gasps> and Ellie, Uh-oh. they looked like f***ing race cars. <laughs> and that's how they felt. Oh. It was insane. I had to put on a helmet. There were all kinds of safety protocols. Name one. He, well, the helmet was one. <laughs> they're all... <laughs> Seatbelts, and they, they had the big barriers so that when you crash, and there were crashes. What? Uh, but they were okay. Everybody was okay. It's important for me to say that. Yep. Have you ever been go-karting, Ellie? Do you have any idea what this is like? Let me expose my ignorance of this subject. Not only have I never been go-karting, although that was you as of last, last week. You hadn't mm-hmm. been go-karting, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like a crazy admission of 
ignorance. Well, now I'm the world's greatest expert. Well, so. that's it. But the other, <laughs> but this is what is really going to blow some of our go-carters away. My, again, my just like lack of knowledge here. What's the difference between go-karting and bumper cars? Sure. So bumper cars are in like, it's a free for all, right? And they, they, the point is to just smash against each other and have fun. Go-karts are like little mini amateur race cars and you go down a track, a super twisty, turny track, and then you try to win the race. Um, and oh. I, the first, I ran two races. The first race, we were the first ones there was just with me and my wife. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And I will tell you the first half of it, I was terrified. Yeah. I was like, I am afraid. And I was like, I internalized in myself. I was like, Scott, this is just not you. You're an indoor kid. You're not supposed to be driving this car this fast. My wife was like, just a bat out of hell, right? But then something happened. As I became one with the cart, as I could really feel the speed deep in my bones, and specifically as I mastered, and I will use that word mastered. Yeah. Those hairpin turns so that I was screeching around the corners, yeah. right? Because you got to take them fast, but not too fast or you'll crash. Sure. I really got into it. And for the second race, it was me, my wife, and 10 other people, 10 other adults, all of whom seemed to be regular racers. They had their own gear. Like, you know how at a bowling alley, some people are just there for fun. And then there's a, like the league players. Yeah. These people seem to be regularly go-karting and <laughs> it brought out a sort of primal fire in me that I can't remember experiencing recently. It's just like that son of a Yep. Bumped me and almost smashed me into the wall. All I want to do is number one, defeat him, but also I want to smash him. Right. Which I didn't do. No, but, and I'm um, glad you didn't. And I'm glad you exercised restraint. Scott, what I don't understand about this story, which is like I am envious that you discover, there's so little in life that I love, no, I'm kidding, that I discover as a new love. It's always the same. It's finding delight in the things that already exist for me, but looking at them a new way. That's what I found. So to discover a new interest entirely is enviable. And my further question to you, it was a child's birthday party? Is that what you said? My son wanted to go for his birthday. He had been with an, uh, an, uh, some other kid had a party at the go-kart sure. place. Yep. And then all he wanted for his birthday was to go go-karting with us. So we were like, okay, fine. And then I found this this beast inside of me, this speed demon right. that just wanted to right. get out. Right, right, right. I thought you knew the other 10 adults. No, 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 Ellie. They were strangers. Oh, we were the oh. interlopers. It was regulars and the two of us, my wife and myself. And Ellie, I came in third. Buried the lead. Mm -hmm. Although I should say you buried the third lead. Buried the competition <laughs> buried is what I buried. Oh, oh, oh. crash. I think there's a great deal of luck involved. There must be because they were all better than I was. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. And it took me about, I don't know, five minutes after the first race to be like, hey, hey, Vanessa, we should organize like a party for the grownups for yeah. this. So, Well, what a great outlet for tension release, a stress reliever, as you said, I guess a place to channel any rage that you didn't even know you had, unlocking the beast within you. Scott, I am looking up, I'm on the East Coast, I'm looking up a go-kart place that I'll never go to, but I'll know exists. <laughs> Scott, what a wonderful love you discovered this week. I'm so well, happy thank you, for you. Ellie, thank you. I'm happy for both of us, in fact, because we get to chat with the very funny, very charismatic Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea Peretti, if I can sum it up, comedy powerhouse, okay? This woman is an actress. She's a stand-up comedian, a writer, a podcaster, and now a director. Chelsea starred as Gina in the hit sitcom Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Before that, she was an award-winning writer for Parks and Recreation. She wrote for Saturday Night Live. And now she is making her directorial debut with the new comedy, First Time Female Director, which comes out this spring. 
Also, her podcast, Call Chelsea Peretti, just relaunched right here in the family on the Big Money Players Network. So I am so excited to chat with this woman because I just think she is so funny. One of the funniest people, pound for pound. Super excited to chat with her. She's going to talk with us about her love of slimy foods, which I, I truly could not be looking more forward to this conversation. So when we come back, we'll be here with the very lovely Chelsea Peretti. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, we are here with Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea, hi. Hello. Oh, can I, I need to redo that. I need to yep. redo that. Okay. I didn't sound cool. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> let's let's for real do it right now okay thank guys you. we are here with chelsea peretti chelsea hi hey how's it going <laughs> <laughs> chelsea is if you haven't already realized the coolest guest that we've had on the show yet so we are so happy <laughs> yeah. to have her yeah Wow. Yeah. I mean, I hear it a lot, but this, it means a lot. It always, it always feels good. <laughs> Chelsea is here today to talk about many things, how she got to be so cool, what coolness means to her, but also her love of slimy foods. Yeah. It's kind of like a hybrid conversation of like what it's like to be an it girl <laughs> and slimy foods. <laughs> 
the classic one-two punch. Is that one-two punch? Okay, wait. We've talked about foods before, and we were talking about this just, like, right before we started. Yeah. Because it is sometimes you think, okay, well, what do I love? Well, is it a hobby? Is it, like, a person? I mean, the first things that come to mind, you're going to say dogs. You're yep. going to say pasta. Yep. In your yep. case, you're going to say running, a healthy thing that's good for you. In my case, it's carbonara, you know? Um <laughs> And then you go, coffee, sure, I'm obsessed with coffee, but how do you dig deeper? How do you (laughs) give people refreshing content on your passions? Well, you think about what did I eat yesterday? I ate natto. This is a Japanese thing that is sort of, I believe, even within Japan, can be controversial in terms of people's palates, but is popular there. I got it because it's supposed to be good for cholesterol. Now, I have high cholesterol, something I'm guessing as a runner you do not have. My cholesterol is okay for now. All right. I I appreciate your humble kind of approach to cholesterol comparison. I'm not going to brag about my low cholesterol. All right. So (laughs) I tried it, but it was not, you know, it was kind of bland. And, you know, it's a slimy food. It's fermented I believe it's soybeans fermented in hay, okay, from, from what I read. And um, it was kind of bland, but I was like, okay, I get the allure in a certain way. But then I went on TikTok. It had to be probably 1.30 in the morning. And I watched for like an hour um, TikToks of people eating natto and, and largely one girl eating it who's obsessed and has become viral, I think, for eating it. Oh, wow. And her preparation, and she was putting different things in it to make it have all these yummy flavors. The next day, I couldn't even wait. I had it for breakfast. I put in sliced up kimchi. I put in sesame oil and soy sauce. Oh, my gosh. When I tell you, it was delish. Yep, yep. And the sliminess, as I was just kind of reading a little in a panic before this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? I got and why? <laughs> why am I on a Zoom talking about slimy foods? <laughs> you had to do some serious research yeah, before I understand. Be... <laughs> I understand. I got to get substantive. I got to have a why, you know? Right. Exactly. Purpose. Yep. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What's my calling? So <laughs> what I found is that I think slimy foods in general, which I have recently taken a, a real liking to, are good for cholesterol. Well, that is something I would never, I mean, and when I, I also was reading about slimy foods ahead of time, I didn't want to come up just like a total idiot, ignorant of all slimy foods. And that was not something that I came across in my own research, <laughs> that slimy <laughs> foods do help with cholesterol. Often. What do you, now, to, to often. Right. We're not making a blanket statement. No, we often. aren't. We wouldn't. No. But We're not thing, irresponsible in no, that no, no, way. No, 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 no. Everyone mm-hmm. needs to think through this for him or her or themselves. But yeah. one thing I want to ask you is watching the TikTok, what was it about it that inspired? Like, you had tried the, not, is, am I saying it right, natto? Natto. I don't know. It's This is the blind leading the blind, but I believe it is natto. The white nacho. leading the white. The white but, leading the white. <laughs> but it, yeah, it is, it is, I think, natto. And um, I've since I was young, if someone eats anything and they make it look really good, it could be a bowl of dog shit. I kind of uh, want to try that dog shit. And I think I there, I, I've always believed that there's people who just make food look amazing. Yes. Certain friends yes. of mine, if they're eating something, it always looks a little more yep. scrumptious than yep. if someone else is eating it. Have you found also, and Scott, I feel like I am talking a lot. No, no, no. I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying all, honestly, the thing that I'm weighed down by, I, I, as soon as you said that it was soybeans fermented in hay, I've been hung up on apparently my own ignorance as to how fermentation works, because I always thought in order to ferment something, you'd need to like put it in a barrel or something, but apparently you can just put it in hay. (laughs) Maybe you do. I mean- Hay could fit in a barrel. Well, what I imagine when you said the hay was that it was wet hay, like in Well, vinegar. I have to defend hay <laughs> for a second. <laughs> yep. Don't, right. bark. <laughs> Don't bark. Don't bark. 
Don't bark. We have the audio. We have. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Misbehaving. As if on cue. Your dog waited just long enough so that you knew the disobedience yeah. was, was conscious. It was right, a choice. Yeah. Right. Yep. I felt my power for a second and then it was just, he, he let me feel it. Yep. In this silent pause and then boom. Boom. Um, <laughs> powerless. Again. Back to the hay. Oh, so what I was going to say in defense of hay, also yeah. the name of my forthcoming novel um, about a farmer who's accused of burying bodies in hay. No. No, not even. A, I don't stand by that. No. I don't stand by that even no, as a no, joke. No, 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 no. So, That's horrible. So, no, I don't mean horrible. I just think it's not oh. that good of a joke. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> I don't stand by my riff on that. Okay. All the right. novel riff. I would say to cut it, but I like people to see that even geniuses fail, you yeah. know? Even cool people are sometimes, sometimes in little moments, not not as cool. Just for it a girls, microsecond. It, it girls. girls struggle too. Okay. Um, no, but uh, to me, I think that hay sounds good. The taste of hay to me conjures a smoky earthiness, which is what it does taste like. And you know, I'm not like, against that. Yeah, you know, matcha has that kind of flavor as well, and you know, to varying degrees and whatever. Do you want to know something about matcha? What's okay. matcha? I, 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 I see Scott. Okay. Oh, Chelsea, you should have some background. Scott. Here. Scott. <laughs> And I'm not saying this as a diss, Scott. I'm not saying this as a diss. Go ahead. I'm expecting a diss. We all know. Scott, what? Describe your palate if you I, have to. I want to take a stab at it. Yeah. Buttered noodles. Oh. Is that your kind of go-to? That's a very good guess, Chelsea. Someone who's in, in, no, 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 no. I understand you. Did you peg me as an unadventurous type? Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily describe. I'd say, well, I would just say something like Taco Bell. Or Doritos. <laughs> wow. Okay. Doritos, so, Doritos, Doritos. I know, I love that Scott was like, I enjoy spice. Unhealthy yeah. food, like junk, like just trans fat as a food is is typically my diet. Right. I, I, Scott, it's funny you said Doritos. It's the first thing that came to mind <laughs> when describing his, I think Doritos, I think hot it's like the flavor blasted goldfish. Flavor blasted goldfish. I prefer to oh, Doritos. That's yeah. interesting. What a niche. so he, it's not that he's against flavor, right? But he likes it to be synthetic flavor Toxic for sure. Flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. The, yes. the cholesterol yeah, yeah. is not something I'm worried about, <laughs> but probably cool. should be. Guys, <laughs> tell us what matcha is, Ellie. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, what exactly, Scott, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. First of all, two things. Actually, three things. Because this is, I wrote down, I wrote down a list of things I wanted to talk okay. about from earlier. That's a, that was a grocery list at the top. That wasn't all the things I have to talk about. <laughs> but one is matcha. I want to hear the grocery list afterwards. Well, the grocery list is going to be, I mean, you guys, when I tell you there is literally white bread on this, that is so funny. It's crossed out because I got it but it's white bread on this. It's so funny. I always buy whole wheat bread. And yet on, in the example of my grocery list, there's white bread on it. It's just funny. I don't usually get white bread. Okay, anyway. <laughs> what I was spiraling. Gonna, I'm out. I'm out of, I am out of You're control. Like, it's, it's funny, white bread. <laughs> it's funny. There's also, there's also spinach. Okay. But <laughs> I have lost my mind. But I want to tell you three things. The first one is I've never had matcha. I don't know what it tastes like. Okay. You've described it as both earthy and smoky. Yeah. And sometimes it has like a sea, an oceanic. That's when I tap out. Sometimes it has a bit of a ocean flavor. Ness to it. I feel like. I, 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 is matcha I'm sorry. Itself- is matcha different from natto, right? I still don't know what matcha yes. is. <laughs> Matcha's a beverage. Matcha's the green. It's a tea. It's like a green tea. All right, all right. Okay. (laughs) And I have to think that when you get it at Starbucks, I do think they sweeten it, right? It's not just straight. I mean, at Starbucks, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, there's something added to that. So matcha was one thing. I've never had it, and I'm telling you that. The second one was when you said sometimes your friends, you have friends who cook food or prepare food in a way that makes you. Yeah. Is it almost envious? Well, usually they would share it, so I feel like it's just appetized. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Because yeah. I have friends 
who eat, they chew in a way. And I know that's a disorder where like you can't stand the sound of people chewing. That's not- I, I have that. Misophonia. What is it called? I think it's called misophonia. And so what happens to you? It's just like if someone is chewing gum or something near me on a in a car, yeah. I hear every- and it's almost all I can think about. Like, imagine if a loud clock was ticking and you were in a silent room. Yeah. That's how it feels if someone's chewing gum and I'm just in a normal environment. <laughs> my wife my wife just discovered that she has this, like, two weeks ago. Really? Yes, her doctor told her about yeah. it. And, and it was like the scales falling from our eyes because she gets very angry at me for eating in bed sometimes. And, and oh, yeah, that's just, <laughs> that's just decorum. She gets really yeah, upset yeah, yeah, this yeah. is in keeping with what we know about Scott. She really, really hates it when I eat hot tamales in bed. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. <laughs> and the hot tamales are a chewy, very chewy. Very chewy, I mean, yes. There's no... With so much saliva, just like... Yeah, there's no yeah. escaping that chew. Wait, does anyone else think it's insane that Vanessa, Scott's wife, just was diagnosed with this two weeks ago? And Chelsea, you have it? Well, I mean, I didn't even know it's diagnosable. I just self-diagnosed from Googling. Oh. But oh, oh. <laughs> I, I have been disgusted by chewing sounds for a long time. And it's like, here's what I do. My coping mechanism, you can tell this to your wife. Yeah. I don't know if... Well, it depends if she likes hot tamales. But basically, <laughs> I have to join... I have oh. to chew gum or I have to eat the tamale so that I don't focus on the other persons. I hear it in my own head yeah. and it helps me tune yeah. it out. But the weird part is some people, they're chewing like my dog. I don't care if I hear him chewing. Right. It's cute. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's about. That's for another therapy session at yeah. another time. But yeah, I think it is real. I believe that it's real. I know people who have it or or say that they have it. But we got on this whole chewing, you know, subject, this sensational chewing subject because no. stop. No. Because <laughs> Literally, what do I do? I, I can't what, even do nothing. a podcast with this dog. You just have to You know what? It's like notice the distraction and be okay with it. Should we all meditate? Yeah. We have to start barking ourselves so that we don't hear. <laughs> I've noticed that you claim you dug deep, you came up with slimy foods. You claim to love slimy foods. What else is there? Besides? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, so exactly. my original slimy food palette, the most obvious one, is a over easy egg. I mm. since very young, I've loved dipping the bread in the egg yolk with salt. Great for high cholesterol. <laughs> Great <laughs> habit building for someone whose family is prone to high cholesterol. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was my earliest. Then there was this place in Oakland that was a sushi boat. It was these little boats that go around. I, my dad, my parents were divorced. My dad took me there for dinner. We'd have dinner once a week. <laughs> God, that sounds so sad now that I say it out loud. Again, well, it was a but, it was dinner. a different time. It, it was, was a different, different time. So <laughs> one one of the things that would go around was these little oysters that had miso and a little scallion and something orange. I'm not sure what it was, a little bit of that on it and some sort of sauce. And my brother and my dad were just slurping these oysters down. And to me, I'm like <sighs> young. I was four years younger and I was like, oh, oysters, I don't know. Yeah. But they made it look so good that I wanted to try it. And eventually I did. And I yes. loved it. Oh, see, that is... I've never had an oyster. What? No wonder you guys didn't <laughs> gravitate towards slimy <laughs> Slimy <food. laughs> You're like eating white bread and nachos. I, and I'm like, slimy foods, am I right? And you're like, <laughs> dial tone. We're like <laughs> aliens to earth. We're like, what is this thing? How, how is it possible, Ellie, that you've never had an oyster? It's not that I haven't been in situations where oysters of course, are offered. Of course, okay? no one Can doubts we get that for a clear? second. Thank you. That you haven't been offered oysters. <laughs> I've been offered. I mean, it's almost a nightly event. <laughs> <laughs> but I never say yes because of what you said, which is like, I don't, you don't chew them, right? You just swallow them whole? You kind of lightly chew them. I'm sure different people do different things. But having said that, I'm not against slimy foods, but I don't, I've never had an oyster because I, I guess I like the chewing part. 
Well, now I'm getting scared of oysters because there's been, because of, I think, climate change, there's these weird bacteria that grow in them that have killed some people. Yes. Oh, well, right. Well, do you ever wonder, uh, speaking of times being different back then, whenever I'm like, okay, all of the things that we're feeding our kids, all the things that we're putting in our own bodies, it's just so, unless you're at the farmer's market or growing your own food, you have to put a certain amount of trust in like, I don't know, corporations. But back then we were eat. there was even, wasn't there even less regulation then? So I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, you just got to hope for the best. This may be taking it even further off topic, That's but I always I'm wonder ready. like in medieval times, if I sat it down today mm-hmm. at a medieval mm-hmm. banquet, I time mm-hmm. traveled, mm-hmm. would the fruit and vegetables be so much better? Cause there's no GMO. Yeah. Maybe the soil was better, less mm-hmm. depleted. I don't know what yes. foods would be. Yes amazing and right. way better than anything I've ever tasted and what would be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I think most of it would be absolutely disgusting, right? But you're a Doritos, man. We've established That's true. That. Well, that's, that's true. And I'm just, I'm just talking about in general because the, all they have is with what's in, with, with whatever's within cart distance. Yeah, the bounty right? of the earth. It's called farm to table. Yeah, yeah. But, but you don't have like an orange depending on where you are. Uh, let me Google that. Yeah. (laughs) And while you're Googling that, because that's exactly my question. When we're having oranges and red peppers and things that aren't grown, like that would not normally be available to me, is my body like ready to handle all of these different foods from all around the country? (laughs) You mean like like you're asking basically, would you get indigestion if you time traveled? (laughs) That's that's exactly what I want to know. And it's taken us a while to get me there. Wow. but but you Scott, know what I mean, Scott. Scott, I found the answer. What's well, the answer, Chelsea? I mean, I Chelsea? looked at the first result. It could be complete lies. <laughs> but the sweet orange, Citrus sinensis, that we know of today, appeared only in the 15th century, and it was not found in cookery before the 16th mm. century. So beware when you read the word orange in medieval text. It always refers to the bitter orange. <gasps> oh. So bitter oh, orange, bitter orange. Uh, <laughs> marmalade. The marmalade. I'm just, I'm was just there. saying that there's less variety because the bounty of the earth was more limited wherever you were. Like they weren't shipping stuff, spices. There were literally like wars so that people could get cinnamon. Right. But that's my like, point. That's how awful the food was. That's my point. Are our bodies like? I know that cavemen and, and medieval men did not, and women did not live as long. But what I'm asking is, are our bodies meant to like take in foods from all over the world in one stomach? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Or it's, are they just- kind of worked out all right. I think it's, it's worked fine. out we all right. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you transported a medieval king, see, this is the real, this is the, I'm less yeah. interested in going back in time. I would like yeah. to go back in time and pull like Henry VIII to today and feed him like anything because oh, <laughs> I think he would yeah. be astonished by. It. I think he would be like, "This is the f- greatest let's, thing let's I've honest, ever tasted." We all know what you want to feed him. It's the silent Doritos that, that it's, was lurking in your sentence. It's the it's the it's the flavor blasted goldfish. Henry VIII. <gasps> Eats flavor blasted goldfish, it changes his life. Or gives him explosive diarrhea. One of those two. Let me ask you this, Scott. Are you a cool ranch boy or are you a nacho cheese man? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's Sophie's choice, but if I gotta choose, I'll go nacho cheese. Cool ranch, that's a fun, that's a fun diversion from time to time. Why, Chelsea, you're a cool ranch girl? Cool ranch blows nacho cheese out of the water. (laughs) But cool ranch is like a different thing. It's like a different organism. It's, it's, I don't even consider it a Dorito. Ellie, I'm going to just hold your feet to the fire on this. Have you ever had had a Dorito? Yes, I have. Or you just (laughs) eaten white bread out of a bag (laughs) after your 20 mile runs. (laughs) You know, who are you people? You're so terrified. All white bread. I think that we've uncovered a truth about Ellie that she's secretly suspicious that we should not be eating a variety of foods. (laughs) Yeah, she's so scientifically afraid that despite you know how how countless tuxedoed waiters bringing her trays of oysters, she's yet to take the plunge. (laughs) I'm like. It's 
started in St. Louis where I grew up. And I'm like, they don't have, we're nowhere near the sea. Are oysters only in the ocean? I think so. Are That's they? a good example, though. The king of the whatever's never yeah. had an oyster. They wouldn't be transported. Yeah, so I, it started then. I, I was so suspicious of anything that was, like, trucked in from more than five miles away. And now only <laughs> in my fifth decade am I saying, I don't think I don't think we should be eating a variety. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the worst platform to— I, the, the worst, uh, what do you call it? Sword to share to, that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to ban international foods. I just think it's time. I mean, you're a locavore. I mean, that actually is like the whole eat local thing. Yeah. yeah. I guess it is. I guess it is. So you've got your people. But it's not like to help the earth. It's because you think your stomach's not ready for it. It's not yet ready. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm waving a tiny spoon to alert you to another slimy food that I recently became obsessed with is okra. (gasps) Now... I have only had okra in a sort of narrow kind of preparation. But what I did was I cut the stems off and the the skinniest part off. This was like a recipe I adapted from online. And then I rubbed the okra dry, put olive oil and salt and grilled it. And it was absolutely amazing. Phenomenal. That sounds, I, I, you'll, everyone will think, oh, she's lying again. That, to me, that sounds, I mean, that me, you don't lie, but I have No, been, I knew it was you. I, you know, okay, good. <laughs> I, that sounds delicious to me. And it my, was. But my question is, 
did grilling it take away any of the sliminess? Yeah, I think it does. And also I then, I then, because I was so into it, I was like buying okra because it's, it's also not always in season, fresh okra or whatever. Right. So then I was doing the same prep, but roasting it in the oven. Also delicious. That all, anything that you roast, I will love. Unless I love it's an roasting. oyster. I love roasting. I love roasting too. <laughs> anything. <laughs> And this is but, the but, kind of commonality we have been searching for. I know. And we've been dancing around it. <laughs> we've been Where hunting will we for land? it. Where will Let's we be land? honest. The three of us at a table, we wouldn't know what to do with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's over there chewing hot tamales and Doritos. I'm sending back all the oysters. You have a crustless single slice of white bread that you're gumming, <laughs> you're gumming on. <laughs> And you with your slimy foods just slithering all over you. I mean, white bread, honestly, is kind of slimy. Like, I was making my child these white bread sandwiches, and then I tried it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, the white bread just turns to, like, gummy. It does. Slimy goo. So we may have even more in common than we first. At first blush. Okay, now, I've made a list. Okay, so oysters, I said. Natto, okra, egg yolks. Now, also as a kid, my mom used to use the book Joy of Cooking. Oh, yeah. And we would make tapioca pudding. Mm. (gasps) Have you had that? That's white. (laughs) Fits my bill. I love tapioca. I like pudding. I love tapioca. Now, the homemade from Joy of Cooking is vastly different from tapioca pudding that you buy at a store because that tapioca pudding is more in texture, similar to like a heavy vanilla pudding. Whereas when you make it out of the joy of cooking, you're whipping egg whites and you're folding Mm -hmm. it in. So it's very like fluffy (gasps) and it's warm. And we would put mandarin orange segments on it (gasps) and eat it. It's like warm, fluffy vanilla. It's so good. We're getting to why you love slimy food so much. So chia pudding, I'm also a fan of. Yes. Slimy, very slimy. I like chia pudding. Mushrooms. Now, mushrooms I've gotten into lately even more. What I'll say is I do not like a bland slimy mushroom, which is what I think a lot of people are turned off by with mushrooms. But if you're putting garlic, you're putting Mm -hmm. white wine, you Mm -hmm. might even put a little dill in there. Mm -hmm. You're putting a splash of some kind of vinegar or, or lemon. It's good. Delicious. Okay, tartare, beef tartare, tuna tartare, I love. As long as it's got enough tang, enough yeah. s- a little flavor, salt. Yeah. Boba, boba tea, slimy. I love it. It's very- You don't like it? It's very slimy. I, I don't love it, Scott. My wife loves it. I don't know. It just seems like a fun drink. Is there a more fun drink? It almost drink? feels like your wife- should be on the show. <laughs> yeah, I relate <laughs> to your wife. <laughs> so far, you relate that she, she doesn't like hearing her husband yeah. eat hot tamales in bed. I'm like, and she, and loves, she loves Boba. Boba. <laughs> yeah, this phantom wife I'm really I'm really connecting to. Okay. Snails, escargot. I like. <laughs> Never had it. Are you kidding me? I'm this not is kidding. <laughs> well, oh, because I haven't had oysters or escargot. Yeah. White bread. <laughs> I am not an adventurous. I wow. do not fly around. No, I just haven't had escargot because fly around. Hold on. Now I'm getting some weird elitist kind of barbs thrown at me because no. I eat international no. foods. No, no, and a little bit. No, 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 no. I have had the I've never wanted to try escargot. I believe you. I, mean, I believe you I, also. That, 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 <laughs> But what is it? Tell me how it tastes and garlic what it is. So I'm a huge uh, garlic aficionado. Yeah, a lot of yeah. these things, it's about what's put on them, like mushrooms, you know, snails. It's it's when you put garlic and butter on a snail and then yeah. you put it with bread, it's yeah. incredible. And it's served very hot. So it's really, it's almost like you're eating garlic bread. The snail is immaterial. In yeah. A way. Yep. Okay. Okay. Raw scallop sushi with yuzu sauce on it. <laughs> yes. I love. A raw, I've never had a raw scallop. Oof, raw scallop. Hmm. Okay. Lychee, also kind of slimy. 
I love the texture of lychee as well as the flavors. Some people say lychee. Ooh. I never knew how to say it. It might be lychee. I, don't I think know. I've only ever had that in a martini. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, that sounds mm. about right, Scott. That sounds good. I don't drink anymore, but boy, oh yeah, boy, would for- I. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That sounds. I laugh. It's like me with the white bread. (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea, Chelsea, come back. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Only two more on the list. Oh, but you saved the best two for last, right? Not really. Honestly, probably. (laughs) 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 Probably the worst for last because they're not specifically slimy they're more (laughs) a little maybe gelatinous oh mochi and tofu tofu. i love mochi good and and so and tofu so i see what you're saying they're not exactly slimy they're chewy right yeah i kind of snuck them onto the list at the Uh, end just to give it a little extra heft i understand (laughs) (laughs) here's what i want to say I thought you were going to talk mostly about natto. And then when you, as you listed your foods, I realized, oh my gosh, there's all sorts of slimy foods that I like. Yeah. I, I love a sauteed mushroom, for example. With all of that, I am eager to go deeper into my slimy food journey. Yeah. Um, leave the white bread behind. But thank you for sharing your love with us, Chelsea. And also, I want to know if you have a few minutes to play a game with us called Love It or Loathe It. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to play that game. We are back um, with it girl, Chelsea Peretti. (laughs) And she has agreed to play a game with us that we like to play called Love It or Loathe It. So Chelsea, these are just items, subjects, things that we are going to uh, mention to you. And you tell us if you love the thing or loathe the thing. No, No gray area, no middle ground. Just you have to love it wholeheartedly or reject it with all your heart. All right, the first item, love it or loathe it, ice cream trucks. Um, I'm going to say love it. I have to as a, as the kid in me. Yeah. That song, those songs, Pavlovian, is that the word? I love that ice mm-hmm. cream song. You got to rush out every time you hear it. Do you find, though, as you get older, it's getting creepier and creepier? I don't think it's changing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was told to have an unequivocal take yes, on yes, ice cream trucks. Yes. But the truth of the matter is, as a parent, you're like, F-. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you have to get ice cream if there's an ice cream truck, you know, so it's kind of annoying. But, you know, as a kid, it's magical. Right. Yeah. Well, you're you I like that you're choosing to go the, you know, childlike path on this subject. And you got you choose to. to embrace it. Yeah. Gotta yeah, go, got kid. To. <laughs> Chelsea, love it or loathe it, shoes off households. Hate it. Loathe. Instant loathe. I I have to carve out that I hate it with white Americans (laughs) because culturally it is a big part of a lot of cultures. But no, honestly, it's just like, I, I do understand it. See, once again, I have to dig in. I know. I do understand it. And like when I had my child it really made more sense because babies are crawling all over the place you're like oh yeah why would we walk all over put it in it does make sense it's just a kind of a hassle yep and then when i go to other people's house it's like what if you don't have a pedicure what if you have uh you know you blah 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 but also it's like their dog will be walking around i'm like your dog is not wearing shoes and socks and that dog is tracking in god knows what but yep. then some people yep. claim to clean their dog's feet. It's a whole, I mean, it's a whole Wikipedia entry, my answer here. Yep. We've given you an impossible task that yeah. you can only love or loathe when we all know in our hearts there's shades of gray. And I, I appreciate your nuance. It's, Thank you. It's, it's, I, I, have the, I share those the feelings you have about shoes off households. Okay. I ask people to take off their shoes in my house, and, but it's a cleanliness it's, thing. Listen, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, 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 At the end of the day, it's correct. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie asks people to take off her shoes. Yeah. Love it or, yep, yep. Love it or loathe it. Venmo. Loathe. I do not use any of those type of things. I don't Why? trust them. Yep. I, I just, I'm not like big into a lot of technology. Like yes. I don't want a Nest system. Nope. I don't want, what's the one at your, uh, the Ring system. Nope. I don't want um, really any of it. 
And that's, that's what was funny to me about people getting outraged about AI. I'm like, you already have a nest system in your home. Like you already have, like there should be outrage at every turn. (laughs) Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. So wait, you're specifically concerned about the, the, (laughs) about the digital (laughs) thermostat? Don't poke holes. (laughs) No, I can understand, like, I, I don't know, a sentient computer. Self-driving cars, Scott. <laughs> Self-driving cars. I no, 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 no. I, I'm not, I, I tend to agree with you, I think. I, I'm just that I, what amuses me is that Nest is the sticking point. Because all it does well, is. Well, because I don't want someone else to be able to turn my heat up. <laughs> yeah. They hack into the mainframe. All of a sudden, it's 100 degrees. <laughs> it's like boiling the frog. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're just like some, some nefarious hacker is. is <laughs> yes. turning my slowly heat up. boiling yes. Chelsea. That's my worst nightmare. But that's the thing. It's like what if they can see if they can control that, what else I don't have nest, I never will. And for that reason, yeah. I, it's but but Venmo, what do you do then when you owe someone money? Do you do you pay them cash? I pay them cash, I pay them check, I yeah. wire the money if I need to. <laughs> but like <Yeah>. I Scott, <laughs> how about respect your guest? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, news to him. Seriously. <laughs> hey, why don't you call this game Laugh at Your Feelings? Um, I just don't. I have a great mistrust of all these things. They're with you and then some. Thank you. All You're right. welcome. Chelsea, you loathe Venmo. Totally on board Valid. with that. Let me ask Valid. you this. Love it or loathe it. Velcro. Love it. It's yeah. handy. Yeah. Anyone who, you know, has a small child, you're like, wow, Velcro shoes. Mm, amazing. But also just like who created it? It's such it's such a clever invention. NASA did, right? Did they? Oh, did they? I, well, that, that checks like a... out. Yeah, that makes that makes <laughs> perfect sense if they yeah. did it. But that also, well, it's it is. So what is it? It's like a bunch of loops on one side and then it's fuzz on the other, I guess. Yeah. Right. And when yeah. I'm thinking about it. And then they stick together. Can, do you know, I was reading about how nobody is teaching their kids, I'm included in this, how to tie their shoes because- of, I know, because of I don't clocks. have the patience. What do people, yeah. what does that mean? I mean, they're just learning later because they need they're to learn. They're learning later because adults are doing everything for our children now, you know, yeah. so they don't have independence. Anyway, mm. it's a different problem, but but Velcro- No, certainly, I, I, that's on my to-do list. Same, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> the <laughs> energy- <laughs> Everything- <laughs> So is it sorting? No more! No more barking! He's like, no, girl, tying my shoes! (laughs) It's like these barks that are just like, just reminding you I've got the capacity. (laughs) I can if I want. (laughs) Okay, Um, Chelsea, love it or loathe it, going to the doctor. My dog. (laughs) Um, Going to the doctor, loathe it. And guess what? Why is everything on the West side in LA? It's like, I don't know. Are there no doctors that are open-minded to any (laughs) other geography? Like, do they all live in Malibu and the Palisades? Like, let's, let's, let's like develop LA a little better. Why is, I have, I found, are there any downtown? I found the same thing when I lived there, that I was always going to Santa Monica. It's just too West side oriented. Yeah. Well, but you're a big medical docu-series fan, is that true? You're right. Right. So the medical community is interesting, but, you know, being subjected to it yourself, no, that's, I just want that's the rub. Closer. That's, right. that's not a discrepancy, Scott. It actually fully yeah. checks out. Yeah. I love yeah. medical docu-series, and I want a front row seat to the medical community. Yep. She wants anyway, it in her backyard. Yeah, that I makes more think, sense. Yeah, and also, like, the whole like LA medical scene. Like I'm on a wait list for a gynecologist. Oh, come on. Like everything, you, everything in I LA know. is like, I'm on the list, but in the wrong way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm on the wait list. <laughs> now for an it girl, that is a tough, bitter pill to swallow. I'm trying to get in and they're like, I'm sorry. We just are at capacity. It's like, please look inside my yeah. vagina. Yeah. What do I, I got to do? need somebody to help. To take a peek. A peek. Just look. <laughs> it takes five. It takes two minutes. It Seriously. takes three minutes. 
And it's an it vagina. <laughs> and it's one of the creme de la creme. It's creme de la creme. It's the it girl. Everything in LA, again, I'm talking like I have any authority on the matter. I don't live there anymore. But it is. It's very list-oriented. And also, it's like, it, well, although I could say the same thing maybe about New York. Because I have a great, like, what do you call the person who's just your, the general practitioner? The person who you go to a checkup. Is that an internist? Uh, general practitioner. I your think. primary uh, in- care physician. He's diarrhea great. care? Yeah, diarrhea care. <laughs> My diarrhea care physician is the best. Okay, Chelsea? Yes. Last one. Final, final one. We did save the best for last, Chelsea. Yeah. You're okay. not going to believe this one. Right. Love it or loathe it, the forest. The actual, just any actual the, forested mm-hmm, area, love mm-hmm. it. I'm I'm such a forest girl, and the the, the whole climate change. I, this is my second climate change mention, but yeah, well, it's on your mind. Forest fires are heartbreaking because yeah. you know, to me, the woods are somewhere that feels safe. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm getting. I have to get. I don't know what to get into. But I know. I, the short answer is love the forest, and also there's the whole concept of forest bathing that like. <gasps> There's actually like a scientific response that your body has to the highly oxygenated air in a forest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Scott. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a forest hater. I love forests too. Scott, I, I know. I, I just like Scott being like the, the straw man bread. for everything. Yeah. I do too. I do too. It's it's a role. No, but I I listen, and it's interesting because some people. I was going to say who doesn't love the forest. I know many people who don't, they don't like camping. They don't like, they don't like, you know, being out in the woods. City people. City folk. And uh, as a Manhattanite, you might have thought I I was one of those. But. um, You sound like you're from England. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's like every, whenever I. As a Manhattanite. As a Manhattanite, I have found the forest sometimes. But, uh. You pat you you won the game, Chelsea. You won. All Every right. answer was correct. Wonderful job. Congratulations. Thank you. Chelsea, thank you for taking any time to talk with us today. I wanted to ask thank you, you, are there any projects you want to promote right now? Yeah. Well, you know, my podcast has come up, right? Yes. We talked about it. So what's yes. funny is I do something on my podcast called a food test where I ask callers, I list foods, okay? And I go, is it good or bad? And it's rapid fire. And they're Mm -hmm. supposed to say, and then I tell them if they're right or they're wrong. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's funny. And I use sound effects. So like in this podcast, I keep wanting to hit my soundboard. (laughs) You know, and when we land on a particularly provocative answer, there's a jackpot sound effect. Yes. Um, So it's weird. It's like parenthetically, I'm hearing all these sound effects during our conversation, how I would score it. Yeah, exactly. Well, as an auteur. <laughs> what I, what will be interesting is when you tune back in, like in two weeks, and suddenly there are all these. We've completely stolen your uh, setup, <laughs> my entire arsenal, your entire arsenal, and you're like, and suddenly all the love or loathes are only food, and we're like, no. uh, was that public domain? <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> well, listen, no, your your way of being is much more peaceful. I think mine is a bit chaotic. So it's it's an acquired taste, like natto, you know? Um, Full circle. Exactly. And my movie that I directed, look for that on the horizon. I can't wait for that. Chelsea, thank you so much for being on our show and for talking about Slimy thank Foods. You. We are huge fans, so thank you for, for being our guest. Likewise, and thanks for having me. And, I, you know, keep me updated on what you're willing to try in the future. Yes, I will. And Scott will. Scott, Dof- will you? Sure. And I, I'm not exaggerating. I will always think of you when I eat Doritos and white bread. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, that means I mean, a lot That's something to us. I'll always carry in my heart. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Born to Love. We'll be back next week with brand new things that we love. We want to hear from you. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love. We might even ask one of our guests in an upcoming Love It or Loathe It. Born to Love is hosted and created by Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert. Our executive producer is Aaron Kaufman. Our producers are Sheena Ozaki and Zoe Denkla. Born to Love is part of Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network in collaboration with iHeart Podcasts. 
Special thanks to Han Sani, Rachel Kaplan and Adriana Cassiano, Michael Fails, Alex Coral, and Bahid Frazier. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 